We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Food for Thought podcast by Roto Grinders. Uh, I'm the Looch, and I'm here with the Chief. And we are into 2023. We have a bit of a different show and not sure how much football we're going to get through. Everyone that's tuning in, including Will and myself, we were... um, from afar a part of something that we didn't expect to be we didn't expect to uh witness what we saw and um you know when you see uh, a young man in the condition Demar Hamlin you know laying on a football field and you know everything just gets put into perspective and it, it's nothing about football and everything about uh our precious time here on earth for as long as we are and you know it goes without saying thoughts and prayers to everyone involved i chief i was sitting here just staring at the wall trying to think of the right script of words to say but i 
I can't really say that I found that. And I'm sure everyone was tuned into a bunch of different media outlets. And there was a lot of really well said, articulate uh, thoughts portrayed by many people. And it's just uh, awful. And I, I'm sick about it. And I know I shared, I know my feelings are probably shared with, with many, many, many people across the globe, Chief. So. Uh, hey, buddy, it, it is good to see your face. And I will say every time I come on here to hang out with you um, and I know we have people tuned in and we've met a lot of fantastic people doing this and we cannot thank you enough. You, you guys are the reason why I jump on here on a day like today. And uh, maybe we can offer some some thoughts or just, you know, something to maybe get your mind off of it, off of the situation briefly. Um, not that we're not thinking about him and his family, but. You know, everyone kind of copes and deals with things differently. And, and I don't know. It's just it's always great to be here. And, you know, we're going to do our best to, to to offer something. And, uh, you know, we just want to appreciate you guys as we're here in 2023. And what's up, Chief? Man, it's, it's no problem. And uh, happy new year to everyone. And, you know, I'll just hop right in. Um, you know, I think what we saw last night was, you know, uh, it, it was a it was a dreadful sight, man. Um because the, the reality is, you know, you've got someone that's uh, in the NFL playing and, you know, and then at the drop of a hat, like they're, they're in a life battle here. And I think we don't, you know, we may not want to say that, but that's the case. You know, the, the, he, he's on the field. He's got to have CPR. Um, I think if you listen to some of the other media outlets from from guys that have played in the NFL, um, one of the things that was resounding for me is they're like, look, man, you know, he, he didn't get the the thumbs up. You know, a lot of times a guy has an injury, they give you the thumbs up while they're on the card. Everybody's like, OK. But, you know, what we saw last night, man, was uh, not only trauma for the player himself, which was DeMar Hamlin, there's trauma involved for both of these teams and the fans and the referees and the coaches and his family. And, and like, you know, if, if you were able to listen to Lisa Salters, try to talk about what was happening, she's, she's full of emotion and Ryan Clark's full of emotion. I know we're talking about ESPN, but every, every media outlet that, that has players that cover the game, you know, Booger McFarlane, as hard of a time as I know we've probably given him for Monday night football. I mean, he's just on there. Like, look, man, let's just cancel the game. Like, what are we doing? This is, this is, uh, it's serious business. And so, um, you know, Lucha, I think I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, and look, I, I, this is not me trying to impose my religion on anyone. Like I do believe in God. I think I'm just going to pray for tomorrow in the air. Like, and, and I'm not trying to be insensitive to, to, to that, but it's just, this is my way of, of, uh, I guess I guess dealing with it, but uh, you know, Lord, we just we, we thank you for Demar and his family and his players and coaches and, and medical staff and uh, all the hospital resources. And so, you know, we're just asking that you know whatever needs to be done to to save this young man's life and for him to be okay and to function after this, man. I'm just praying that all of those things take place, uh, you know, in his life. We're we're praying that. You know, people are able to to deal with this and get the help that they need. 
and and ultimately, man, that his life is saved and that he could come back and be able to talk about it and, and tell this story to others uh, and that it would be a triumphant return and not necessarily to football, but uh, to life in general. And man, I'm just, I'm just, man, I'm just really praying and, and asking uh, that, that this young man has a, is able to live a full life at the age of 24 and that he overcomes this and, uh, and praise God, man. Amen. Amen. I, let me say this, Luch, because I, I did mention this in the prop shop last night. And so for those of you that don't know, and most of you probably do, I coach basketball. And one of the worst injuries, and I coach girls basketball. Let me let me say that. And that one of the worst things I've seen as a coach was we were at basketball practice. And uh, basically my she could have been my starting point guard. So let's just call her starting hybrid. She could start or she could come off the bench, either one. Um, she fell down on the floor. And I mean, listen, man, I mean, just, just cracked her head on the hardwood. Like it was insane. We heard it all around the, the gym. Right. And so I, you know, I'm saying, Hey coach, I said, Hey, we, we gotta, we gotta stop practice and let's, let's check on her. So we get her up and, uh, and she's okay for about five minutes, Luch. And then after that five-minute period, she's hallucinating. She's screaming. She's passing out. We're trying to keep her awake until the ambulance gets there. Her mom gets there. She doesn't know who her mom is. She doesn't know who I am. She doesn't know her teammates. Uh, I mean, it's, listen, probably one of the worst concussions I've seen in my life. She didn't even, she couldn't even play anymore the rest of the season. And the season hadn't started yet. Like we were about to start the season. We had a game like later that week. And so I'm just telling you from a coach where you've got players and she had played, this was her second year in our system. You know, when you've got players that you're connected to and you love, and you care about, um, and I'm not trying to diminish her concussions. It, that, that's not what this is about. This is about how you feel as a human when someone is experiencing serious trauma, like she couldn't go to school for about two weeks. You, you get what I'm saying? Like this was, this was very, very serious. And so I'm saying that to say, I can only imagine what these players and, and, and coaches, and I, I keep saying that because they're there on the field and this, this man is, is in a life-threatening situation. Um, so once again, folks, I mean, just just uh, hug your families um, and don't, you know, every moment is every moment is precious. And I think I'll, I'm going to try to cut it off there because we could uh, I mean, we, we could talk about it like this is real life. And and I think we're in agreement. We're just going to dedicate this show to DeMar Hamlin, and his family and um and yeah, you're right, though. I mean, I, and I don't want to like, I just feel like being relatable and, and, and is kind of therapeutic. And that was, you know, that was a crazy story you shared. And um, I've been I've been next to a couple of people that have been fighting for their lives. And that 
wasn't easy. That was in a, a fair amount of privacy. Um, you know, oh. take taking nothing away from your your story. I'm, I'm imagining that was probably in a, a gymnasium, but being in front of fifty thousand people and then millions more, and you know, the young men on both teams forming a wall around around their guy. I mean, they wanted to be there for him, and I'm I'm certain that not all of them wanted to be staring at, you know, being feet away from him, but they. You know, they gave him as much privacy in the national spotlight as as they could, as this human, this guy, their brother, their friend, you know, he's a son, uh, was, you know, laying on, you know, the football field. And uh, it was it was a, a moment to see all of the players and staff on both teams try to keep keep that situation, uh, give it the respect and privacy that that it that it needed uh that it deserved at that time we're we're sitting me and you and and most of these listeners thousands of miles away uh through a television screen and a sheer mix of emotions that are running through me at the time but one of them that i took away was just helplessness chief and oh, it, oh if, man. if if you and i and and everyone else is feeling that from behind a screen sitting on our couch or floor or whatever. I just, you know, the utmost respect to everyone that stepped up to, to do their part last night. And uh, that was physically there and you see shit on social media, but for every one negative interaction, there were, you know, a thousand positive endorsements from, from so many people across the globe. And of course that matters next to nothing you know, when it comes to the health of Damar, but there was a little sense of a restoration in humanity being shown in a, a little bit of togetherness. Uh, I'm sure you saw his toy drive uh, is over $3 million. He has a, a, a localish toy drive and really, you know, neat to see people coming together. And I, I mean, I donated a little bit. I, I don't know what to do. I just, again, feeling helpless and just, sad and, and just talking about life here life and death chief and uh, so much to digest uh, we could have taken a week off before jumping on here and talking about this and it you can't really you can't make everything in in the world make sense and this definitely didn't make sense and uh, i just haven't stopped thinking about him and, and his mom and you know the family and you know we we love sports chief it's what we do but I got to be honest with you. I I don't even really want to talk about football for the most part. Well, well, man, let me, let, let me share this. And, and here's what I will say. Um, in, in society and in the world, I mean, we've seen some, man, some just gruesome things, some nasty things, you know, and this isn't something I, I talk about a, a lot on the air, but you know, I mean, th- we've gone through a period in our own country here recently where, um, I mean, there, it felt like what, what may have been, let's call it, I mean, you know, race wars and, you know, we had the George Floyd situation and so many others, but the one thing in our country, if, if, if nothing else, but everything seems to be going awry, Luch, um, sports in general, 
right, typically can bring people together. Even if you're on opposing sides, sports can can typically bring people together. Um, and I know at one point when we had the um, uh, oh god, quarterback for the 49ers. Jeez, um, his name is eluding me right now. Um, Lush, do you know what I'm talking about? Jeez, I feel I feel so sad. Play for uh, Nevada, I think. It'll come back to me, but um, you know when when we went through that period where he was kneeling and everybody didn't really understand why he was kneeling and they thought he was being insensitive. Um, Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, yeah. thank, thanks, folks. Thank you, thank you. Um, that felt like a kind of a, a sports divide scenario, right? You had kind of. Some teams on this side, some teams on that side, so forth and so on. My point is, typically, sports can bring us all together. And I think what we saw last night was a tragic situation, but it also caused, I, I would go on, you know, out on a limb and say probably at least half of the country to stop, pause, and reflect about what's important, what really matters. Um, you know, what, what can I do to maybe make a, have a better impact in, in the world? You know, where can I leave my, my footprint in the world? Like, you know, and those are the things that sports does, right? It, I mean, I think we saw that night in prior to the situation, this was probably one of the biggest sporting events on going at the time with two really good teams, right? But just in an instant, Luch, and, that, and that's how serious it was. And, and I, I think it was good that we were able to see humanity in the league. The league actually moved pretty swiftly on this, I think, if if they really look back at it. I think the incident happened at 8.55, and by 10 o'clock the game was postponed. I think pretty swift considering I'm sure they had to have a lot of moving parts. But we were able to see quickly that, this was way more important than finishing a football game, right? And in the grand scheme of things, it is just a game. It's not more important than someone's life. It's not more important than someone's family. You know, it's, it's not more important than showing care, concern, love, value. Um, uh, it, it, none of those things are more important than that. And so, you know, once again, when you've got players on the field and coaches, and I mean, these guys are crying and I'm not seeing everyone because everybody processes things differently, but I mean, you've got, uh, Jadarius white. I mean, he, he's, he's in he's shambles, bro. Like serious shambles on the field. Um, you know, um, I, I don't know if you saw any clips of, you know, these guys in the locker room, like Coach Zach's going to their locker room, Coach Burrow's going to their locker room. Like, they want to check it, make sure it's okay. And they don't care that they're the Cincinnati Bengals and the other teams, the Buffalo Bills. What they care about is, hey, is, is what's going on? Is he going to make it? What can we do to help? Like, that's, that's what's important here. And I, I would encourage everyone, man, to just take that feeling and do it in your own community. You don't know what yeah. your neighbor's going through. You don't know 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What, you know, your your friend down the street, you don't know what the, you know, the, the cashier at the grocery store is going through a daily basis. You know, the person that you know, works at the car dealership, mechanic that works at Jiffy Lube. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, think, just think about that. And, and sometimes maybe you don't realize how good you have it. And it's not like um, DeMar Hamlin doesn't have it good. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying who can you help? How can you help? And if we got back to that type of a society, I mean, man, this world would be an incredible place to live. I mean, it'd be incredible. Who would care if you're white, black, Chinese, Puerto Rican, African, you know, Hispanic, uh, Hindu? Um, like, who would care about that? No one would care. Like, it, it, we're, we're all one big community at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we all speak different languages in certain parts of the country and certain parts of the world. I, I get that. But there's nothing wrong with smiling at someone. There's nothing wrong with giving someone a helping hand. And I know, I know mm-hmm. I'm kind of go, going going full-blown humanity here, but I think you guys are kind of getting to hear what I'm what I'm like on a on a daily basis. Like this is why I'm so adamant about hey, go to your local food bank. Go like you don't know, you just don't know what people are going through. You don't know uh, what that local Hardy's manager is going through that gives you a tough time about your you're I had to right. try to make I had to try to make you laugh right. at least. Once. No, listen, you're right. And I, 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 I need to let that go. Uh I haven't posted about Hardy's in a long time. Luch is giving us a bright spot here. I'm trying, um, man. It's I yeah. But you're absolutely right, Chief. I mean, everyone not only has their own shit they're dealing with, but everyone has internal battles and um you know, it's funny. I I don't know if it's because I'm from a small town, but in terms of just in terms of just like keeping your friends and family close and you know squash the beef like even with your family uh, like just try to let water be under the bridge because you just really never know and you know i covered local news for almost a decade and i just you know there's so much more tragedy tragedy in your local communities than you even want to realize and um you know you can't you can really make a difference locally you know i live in a town with like 25,000 people, well, con- including some of the surrounding areas. And, uh, you know, you can really make a big difference locally. You know, you, if you don't feel like getting involved in something on more of a broad national level, 
making a difference in in where you're from and your hometown or wherever your roots or planet is uh, is really special. And it could be something as simple as asking someone if they're okay or how their day's going or this weird local thing. Like, there's people I haven't seen in a really long time. But like we definitely know who each other's are. Like we went to school each other or, or whatever. And like sometimes people just walk right past you and they don't even want to acknowledge you. And I never I never understood why why the awkwardness is um just because maybe there is a gap in communication or something. I've been really trying to break the ice with people, you know, that you haven't seen in a long time. You ever run into those kind of people, at, uh, Chief, where maybe you haven't seen them in a while and like they don't even want to acknowledge you, but really they just feel awkward. It's like, hey, just reach out and say hi to somebody. Like, what's what's, what's wrong with that? <laughs> well, I don't get that too often because I, I, I mean, I know a lot of people and um, just by virtue of um, the things I've done in my life. And this isn't about this. I promise this isn't a, a brag. It's not about that. I've just done a lot. Like, you know, coaching basketball, I've, I've been able to touch a lot of families and a lot of kids. Um, you know, I've also been a musician my whole life. So I've met a lot of people that way. I've played basketball. Um, I'm fairly active at my church. Um, so, you know, what I'm saying? like, I, so most of the time I don't run into two. If I meet someone, they're, they're like a true stranger. Like if I, but you know, you make connections and, Sometimes true strangers become like really good friends, um, and I've, I've I've had that scenario as well. Um, but I, I totally get it. Like when I worked in the financial industry, I would say you know it was kind of a similar process. Someone's coming into your office to, you know, they don't know you and you don't know them. Made an appointment with you to to talk about their whole life's finances, and you know, it, it, it's a relationship business, right? Like it, it really is. And so trying to figure out where the common ground is that, that we can build this relationship on so that we trust each other to, to do what we should do in terms of your financial health. Um, you know, I, I would say it wasn't a tough job. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because I got to connect with a lot of people. But, you know, when somebody's bringing their nest egg to you, it's a tough pill to swallow if they don't get good vibes. You know what I mean? And that's, <laughs> so I, I'll I'll throw that in there because from what you're saying, it's very important to get past the awkwardness of uh, of it all. And if I and when I'm home, home, if I do go out when I'm home, like it's usually to the gym. And, uh, you know, I, I understand like when I'm when I go to the gym and I work out, like, I don't want to look at anybody either. I want to, you know, do my thing and get out. Um you know, now it's January 3rd and uh, it'll probably be wall to wall with people trying to get their New, Year re- New Year's resolution on. So maybe yeah. I'll stay away from the gym for now. But um, anyway, I guess circling back is just keep your family and friends close. You know, go go the extra mile. It can make it can make the world a difference. And uh, man, I, you know, we'll be thinking of. Damar and his family and the teams and everyone involved. And I guess just my, I guess my last point is, cause I mean, we could, we could, we could sit on here and just say the same things that, you know, most people have said and we're doing our best. And uh, you were really articulate chief. I think you did a bang up job there with everything. But I think when you're talking about the players coming together, I think a misconception is that a lot of these guys are all competitors and, they 
a a lesser amount of them dislike one another than what what you think and then uh, like the conception is and i think of pat beverly and russell westbrook now they're hanging out having dinners together and they're teammates and you know when push comes to shove they are kind of in their own tight-knit circle each league you know uh, these players are all kind of in it together because most of them are have or are going through similar situations or battling the same things or have the same, you know, life pressures and uh, things they're dealing with. So uh, it was nice to see, you know, everyone really coming together, putting the competition uh, in the back pocket for now. And, you know, again, credit to everyone that was physically there that, you know, did their part and did the best they could do. And, uh, you know, even a bigger uh, kudos to the, you know, I, I'm uh, just from watching on television, but you know the the crowd and the fans in Cincinnati were were seemed very, you know, they were in the dark too, and they seemed very respectful and very patient, and and really showed a ton of class there. So, I I can't say enough positive things about what we saw and how everyone handled things. And of course, uh, you know, we are just gonna keep keep anxiously awaiting uh you know any kind of positive news here and we're gonna keep crossing our fingers and and uh hoping and praying and, and thinking about everyone involved chief yes sir absolutely um yeah man i you know i i don't want to be redundant I, I think we you know we've talked about it in our own way from from our own viewpoint and uh once again, folks, hopefully, um, I know it was, was somber, but hopefully to think and reflect and, um, you know, gather your own thoughts maybe and uh, pull those together. And um, I just want to yeah. drop his charity uh, on the GoFundMe, the Chasing M's Foundation Toy Drive. Over 140,000 donations have been made. His goal was $2,500. And he's there's over three point seven million dollars uh, in that GoFundMe right now, and that is just really, really remarkable. And uh, he's a Pennsylvania guy, which, whew, uh, you know, gets closer to home too. Uh, he's uh, was over on the west side, and um, you know, local charity, local donation, and he has a nice little write up, a little bio on his GoFundMe page. You know, definitely check it out. And I'm not saying you know, hey, donate, but it's uh it's something it's it's you know again people coming together in different ways chief and you know um yeah at least there's like so, some camaraderie here which is which is good to see yeah absolutely man um so folks listen i know it's a different pod another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, um... I guess we, we kind of just didn't care about these other games this week. We just wanted to come on and, and talk about this, I guess, in our own way. 
Um, hopefully, you guys understand. I mean, I'm not saying we won't talk about anything, but we may not. So this is this is why I will say this. This is why I like this pod because you know it's not. I, mean, I guess I'll use our, our pat the sense. It's it's not your mom's podcast, your grandmother's podcast. Like, and I'm glad we've been given some autonomy to do it our way and uh, approach it our way. And uh, hopefully that's what makes this podcast good for everyone, um, that we can have moments like this and share some per- perspective. And uh, I, 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 you know, I, I, I'm just honored that we were able to do this. And it, it's this moment right now, Luch is making me reflect on how we even came about to this podcast. A lot of you don't know, Luch and I did, you know, a couple of morning grinds for NBA and uh, I guess we'll, we'll, I guess, use the cliche where we just kind of hit it off. And and one day we woke up and we had our own thing. And it, it's it's been good. I, I'll say that it's been good. And um, super appreciate for everyone listening to us rave and rant about sports every week. And, you know, perhaps one day this podcast, podcast rivals some some of the best in the industry, you know. Believe it or not, one of my favorite guys to listen to, uh, or one of my favorite shows to listen to, is the Herd. Believe it or not, with Colin, I, I like that show. And uh, perhaps one day, you know, we can we can reach that level and be able to share our perspective with the masses. But um, super appreciative to uh, that you guys have invited us into your, you know, your, your home, your car. Your, your headphones to, to hear what we have to say uh, on a weekly basis. And so uh, thank you all. I mean, so, so much for, for supporting this pod. And, you know, I couldn't say it any better. And for two guys sitting here that don't shut up typically, uh, it's difficult to, to always find the right words in, in situations like this. So, um, you know, we hope you, uh, you know, took ours well and, you know, we're going to get back to work today. And, you know, as the week goes on, there are going to be, uh, you know, countless articles and shows at Roto Grinders that, uh, you know, will help you out with this weekend's slates and all these big games. And of course, at scoresandnods.com, we have premium packages and Parlay IQ. So um, this was a unique opportunity for us to jump on and, and talk about life. And, and the bigger things and, you know, talk about DeMar, his family. Uh, and, you know, it was nice to, uh, you know, to, to plug his toy drive here at the end. And, uh, you know, any any way to maybe like feel a little less helpless and just, you know, hope, pray, think about think about him and his family. And uh, as Chief said, you know, do the right things, you know, just you know, do your best. And I don't really have anything else to say. I kind of feel like a stuttering idiot. So, Chief, uh, you got any any parting words for today, or should we close it out of here? Man, I think I'm good. Uh, once again, this show is, is absolutely dedicated to DeMar Hamlin and his family, people connected to him. And um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, let's catch up next week, and uh, we'll, we'll talk some football, and we'll have, um, you know, likely some more – some more information on, on everything and, and we'll regroup then. So I uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. 
Uh, it's it's been a pleasure all season, and we'll definitely link up next week again. So, uh, for Will, I am Justin. Uh, take care, everybody, and and have a good day. <laughs>